Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howe. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. Well, before we get started, uh, I'm going to follow suit of my bishop. Uh, Can I have my nuggets, please? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Faithful uh, benefits of being faithful. Benefits of being faithful. Uh, my first nuggets is God's preserved. He protects and guards his faithful. Again, God preserves, protects and guards his faithful. Second nugget, please. God promises his faithfulness. God promises his faithfulness. Next uh, nugget, please. God blesses his faithful. God blesses his faithful. Again, you cannot be faithful to God and he doesn't do something for you. God blesses his faithful. Next slide, please. God strengthens his faithful. This, this, this walk that we have, you, there's times where you're going to need the strength and the strength that only comes from God. So God strengthened his faithful for us to finish the course that he has set us on. Amen. Next slide, please. God, God guards his faithful. I mean, he guides his faithful. I'm sorry. God guides his faithful. God will lead and guide you in the direction, in the way that you should go. So that's a that's a powerful, a powerful statement. Uh, One more. I believe one more. Do I have one more? Is that it? Glory to God. That may be. Yes, I think that was the last one. So, again, uh, we have been uh, been we have been ministering on uh, blessings of faithfulness and the benefits tonight. We're going to be talking about the benefits of faithfulness. And for the last week or so, I've been teaching on faithfulness. And just a real quick uh, uh, preview. I gave a definition uh, last week of faithfulness is the concept of unfailingly remaining loyal to someone or something and putting that loyalty into consistent practice, regardless of extenuating circumstances. So that means you don't give up no matter what's going on. You are committed. You are unfailing in that response. And we also know that tough times, tough times uh, can teach us perseverance, you know, to keep us to to keep pushing, to to keep moving forward. This is still just a review. Uh, But we really can't know the depths of your character. Listen to this. We really can't know the depths of your character until we see how you react under pressure. We don't, you don't really know what you're made of until until the, the pressure is, is applied. Uh, I know playing basketball, that was something that I would say when you're on the defense and it makes a person, you know, formal or mess up the ball. I say pressure busts a water pipe. So it really you don't really know what you can handle until you put something under pressure. Amen. So again, Paul always and, and this was a, a, an awesome thing I said last week. Apostle Paul always considered what his actions communicated about Jesus Christ. He always considered and most times we don't consider what our actions are, but he considered his, his action was what it was communicating about God by Jesus Christ. If you are a believer, you are a minister of God. 
And so tonight we're going to talk about the benefits of being faithful, the benefits of being faithful. We know that blessings are a part of God's benefits uh, of uh, blessings are a part of God's benefit for faithfulness. When we when we will be finished tonight, you're going to understand, um, understand the blessings and the full benefit package that that comes to you. So as I've been saying that once you you know get a new job, you start talking to HR, you find out what your benefits are, you know, vacation time, you know, holiday time, time off, things like that. But you cannot really tap into those things till you put some time in. And, and, and it's still I think people don't know what is it in serving God. There's a lot of benefits you get from serving God. And I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself. The ultimate benefit is that you're going to spend eternity. That's the that's the awesomest benefit that you're going to get. The benefit is uh, spending eternity in heaven with Jesus Christ, with the father. That is the ultimate blessing benefit from being saved. Can we say amen? Can we say amen? amen. Glory to God. Uh, but I also want you to, to be aware of all of God's benefits so that you will recognize them and can fully embrace and walk in them and not complain about what you don't see. So many times we don't understand our what, what our blessings are, what our benefits are. So tonight you're going to hear some things that I hope that will encourage you that you may not have seen it as a benefit. You might not have seen it as a blessing, but it is. And it is an encouragement for you to keep pushing. Keep pushing because so, so many times we think when you hear blessings and benefits, you think it's monetary. You think it's something, you know, money, something that tangible. Now, don't get me wrong. Money is good. Don't get me wrong. But again, you can't just get your mind fixed on that because you will miss the other blessings. Oh, man. Jump ahead of myself because sometimes uh, I, this, this, I love this. Uh, money is good, but sometimes favor is better. You, you, you don't need money. It's, it's good to have the money. I thank God that I have the money. But when somebody just say uh, your meal is already paid for or this is already paid for, that's favor. And sometimes people don't really realize that, that that's a benefit. That's a blessing that you receive because of your faithfulness, because of your diligence to the things toward the things of God. So we have to be able to recognize what those benefits are. Again, benefits of being faithful or God preserve, protect and guards his faithful. God promises faithful. God blesses his faithful. God strengthen his faithful. Amen. God. Man, God guides his faithful. Proverbs twenty eight twenty in the New King James. It says a faithful man will abound with blessings. A faithful man will abound with blessing. God, listen to this. God seeks after a faithful heart and he diligent and he delights greatly in that faithful person. God seeks after God seeks after a faithful heart and he delights greatly in that faithful person. Part of the blessings of faithfulness is favor. I said that a moment ago. Part of the of the blessings of faithfulness is favor. And, ooh, uh, the blessings of favor is something done or granted out of goodwill. The state of being approved or held in regards. I'm going to say that again. The blessing of favor is something done or granted out of goodwill. The state of being approved or held in regard. Excessive kindness, preferential treatment. 
preferential treatment. I don't know about you, but, you know, I, I, I expect it every time I go somewhere. I expect preferential treatment. You know, before COVID, uh, COVID locked us down, going to a restaurant and you go to the, you know, go in the parking lot and you see it's all filled. And I just tell my wife, we got favor. Yeah. We, we, we got favor. I hear trumpets. I hear trumpets. And it, and it, and it used, and it happens. I go in and, and man, it's just, I'm telling you, it's just, it's just the favor. It's just, just preferential treatment. But if, if you don't expect it, Man, again, serving God, that's something to it. You have to expect something from God. And I expect to be treated special because I'm special. I'm the apple of his eye. Somebody shout glory to God. Come on, shout glory to God. Mm -mm -mm. Again, favor is special affection. Oh, you got to get this. Favor, special affection of God toward you that releases an influence on you so that others are inclined to like you or cooperate with you. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. It's special affections of God towards you that releases an influence on you so that others are inclined to like you or cooperate with you. Man, I just can't, I just can't get away from it. It's just a, a, amazing how you conduct yourself and you go places and people recognize something on you. Uh, you, 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 you a minister? You a preacher? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. And, you know, you kind of sometimes you wonder, you know, how they see it, but I guess it's the way you conduct yourself, how you carry yourself, how you dress, how you, and, and then too, I think also it's mannerable. I am very well mannered. I grew up in the South and it was always yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. No, sir. And to this day, it is still in me. I can remember years back, we would go to uh, Fit Wickham. Uh, Pastor Price, uh, Apostle Price, and um, there was a, a mighty woman of God that was there. And uh, when she would say something, I would always say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And she would say, uh, you don't have to say ma'am to me. I said, yes, ma'am. I mean, it was just so ingrained in me. It's something that I, I cannot, you know, just stop. They're just, they're just in me because, you know, growing up, before you got to that point, if you didn't do it, uh, you failed the raft of your parent. Hallelujah. And you feel enough wrath, you start remembering. <laughs> the kids don't know nothing about that today. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. And I, 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 I have heard this from a few people. They say, favor is not fair, but it's final. Yeah, I like that. Today, let's talk about some of the men of God who are an example of faithfulness and the benefit that they, uh, the benefits of that faithfulness. Again, we talked, we said that uh, benefits of being faithful where God preserves, protect, and guards his faithful. He promises faithful. He blesses his faithful. God strengthens his faithful and he guides his faithful. Let's, let's take a look at Abraham. God promised him that he would be a father of many nations when he and his wife was bad, when his wife was barren and they both were old. He was a hundred and she was 90. God strengthened him when he had told Abraham, you know, so again, you, we know the story about Abraham. But again, I'm going to talk about a few people tonight. And I want you to see that were these uh, benefits, you know, were in their lives. And as I said earlier, you may be somewhere now where you don't see, per se, blessings or benefits. 
Well, you may just be looking the wrong way. You may just be looking, you know, thinking this always has to do about money. But it's not always about money. It, it, there are other things that, that God will guide you. God will protect you. God will bless you. God strengthens you because there's times where he has to strengthen you to just to keep going through that day. That's a benefit. That's a blessing. And, and, and like I said, I don't care how saved you are. There are days where you're going to need that strength. Can we say amen? So God strengthened him when he told Abraham to sacrifice his promised son, Isaac, as a test of whether Abraham loved Isaac more than him. Listen, God protected Abraham. Oh, man. So, so, so here it was that God knew how much Abraham loved Isaac. So he, to see how much he really loved him, he wanted to, him to sacrifice his son. God, now you think about it. Your promised son? God had to strengthen him to carry out that promise. You, 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 your, your son, your, your promised son in your old age, God says, now I want you to sacrifice him. You gotta, you, you're going to need some strength. God, you got to, I, I, yes, sir, I'm obedient. I heard what you said, but I need your strength, Lord. And God strengthened him. God also protected Abraham because he knew that from his loins will come many nations, the chosen people of his God's chosen people. He knew that it would come through his loins. So God had to protect, protect Abraham because, again, he was going to be the father of many nations. So he couldn't just allow things to just happen to him, to take over him, to, 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 to mess him up. And so you can put yourself in that same position. That's something down the line that God wants to do through you in your family. So he has to protect you. Glory to God. God did not, as I said earlier, God did not want Abraham's son as a sacrifice. But he did want to know if Abraham trusted him enough to make the hardest choice God could put before him. Abraham passed the test. And it was that test just as God had a test for us. Were we going to be uh, faithful and committed to this ministry? When Bishop pulled us in his office, and I can't remember all the, the, the wording, but it was, it was, would you be willing to relocate, uh, move to Topeka, Kansas, and where we're going to start a church? And I said, yes, sir. Obedience. Didn't know anything about Topeka, Kansas. But just the amazing thing was when we went to Topeka and started driving around, it's kind of like, man, this is kind of like home. Because I'm a country boy from Louisiana, and it was a small place, had that country feel, that atmosphere, and I was just looking for some specific things, a place to eat, a place to shop, go to the movies, because those are things that I enjoy, and peace and quiet. Because a country boy loved peace and quiet, and, and, and it had those things. But just to think, God was already preparing that thing when I first gave my life to Christ. Because he had already given Bishop uh, uh, some instructions as to where he wanted him to plant ministries. And, and, and lo and behold, I was there and being submitted unto, unto God first and then submitted unto my, my, my bishop. And then he asked that question. 
and it's just I won't go through everything. But God is so awesome. He had already set it up because my wife was a business owner and uh, we had to kind of downsize in the business. And, and it was just it was just it was just right on time. God knows he didn't do it too early. He didn't do it too late. It was right on time that, that we had kind of downsized first. And so when he said it, it was like, what was it really, you know, to holding us, holding us there, holding us here? Now, she still had a business, but yet and still, it, I, I could have just said, well, well Bishop, uh, my wife, her practice is here. But it was like, no, yes, sir. And, and did I know everything about it? No. We're just going to walk by faith and figure it out. Somebody shout glory to God. God promises to make Abraham the father of a great people and said that Abraham and his descendants must obey God. In return, got to hear this, in return, God will guide them and protect them and give them the land of Israel. See, here, here it is again. God was protecting him. He was guiding him. But that was that was something that you had to do beforehand. You had to be obedient. You had to be willing and obedient. Genesis uh, 22, verse 15. I don't think I gave that to my tech people, but Genesis 15. I mean, Genesis 22. And let's look at verse 15. Yes. 22, verse 15. It says, then the angel of the Lord called again to Abram, Abraham from heaven. This is what the Lord said, because you have obeyed me and have not withheld even your son, your only son, I swear by my own name. God can find there was nobody else that was more powerful than God that he could really swear by. He said, I swear by my own name that I will certainly bless you. I will multiply your descendants beyond numbers. Here it is. God is just if you're obedient, God will make covenant. God will make promises with you that he will he will he will make the covenant, uh, make the promise, make the swear with nobody but himself. And there's no one better than God to make a promise with himself. Glory to God. Hoo-wee. Glory. And it says, beyond numbers, like the stars in the sky and the sands of the seashore. Glory to God. Uh, Abraham received abundant blessing because he obeyed God. He, we often think of blessings as gifts that we can enjoy. But when God blesses us, his blessings may also overflow to others. Today and into eternity so god blessing is not sometimes just for you it is it, it will spill over to others other family members and those that are in close association with you amen let's talk now about noah god promised noah that he would protect his family from a flood that would wipe out all of uh, creation if we would if he would build an ark for his family and put two of every kind of animals, male and female, in it. Now, we have to understand God strengthened him. Uh, um, when he got this word to do this, uh, uh, Noah was, was an old man. He was over uh, 500 years old. And it took about 55 to 75 years for him to build this ark. He was, ex he was exhausted. But he, did, but he was exhausted in building that. But you got to understand where they were. There had never been rain. To that multitude, 
No rain at all. And God wanted him to build this huge ark, ship, boat, however you want to say it. And he had to stay faithful. He had to stay committed to it and in spite of what everybody else was saying. And, and you, child of God, you, man, woman, you have to be a, a disciplined to do what God called you to do, no matter what other people are saying. Mm-hmm. Because they don't they don't know everything God said. It's just like people thought something was wrong with Bishop when they told him, when he said that God is calling him to come to Kansas City and he was calling a Harvest Church to purchase this mall. I, I know he heard some of everything, but he had to distance himself from that. But he had to stay focused on what God says. And now we're in this mall and not just in it. Can you say debt free? Glory to God. See, God will honor his word. You cannot be faithful and God don't do something about it. I have to say that. So God preserved, he protected and guarded Noah and his family during the time of the flooding so that mankind would survive. God was God has done the same for my, my wife and I over these 31 years. Man, I just cannot tell you everything that God has done. He has preserved us. Man, we we I am most of you may not know it. My wife is older than me, but she looks probably as young as me and, and good as me. Uh, but 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 God has preserved us. And when people see us and, and you know, they, they wonder, you how? You look good for that age. Hallelujah. A little great, but that's just a little, little sass, a little, yeah. Glory to God. But, you know, I say that in humor, but God is awesome. And for these 31 years being married to my wife, 30 and 31 years being at this ministry, I couldn't have had it no other way. And uh, again, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Has everything been all perfect? No. But God is faithful. God preserves. God protects. God guides. God promises. If, if he said, if you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. We don't suffer. <sighs> Glory to God. By walking with and obeying his God in all things, Noah showed that survival was possible. Ooh. When people just don't understand how and why you do what you do. So listen to me. There will be people that will never understand everything that God calls you to do. You have to be like a mule back in the days when they put those blinders on their on the side of their, their face. They, 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 what they was doing, they was making those roads and you can't have those zigzag roads. You had to keep them straight. So they put those blinders on, over there next to the eyes so they would just stay straight in that road. They didn't want them to get distracted to, you know, to, to make the roads crooked. They had to stay on point. So sometimes you have to put blinders on, put blinders on so people won't distract you from what God has called you to do because they don't know what God has told you. They don't know. Can we say amen? In that same sense, his, faithful, his faith condemned the world of his day. 
It cast the wickedness of his generation in a clear light. His faith kept him and his family safe. His faith kept him and his family safe. Man, I, I can't tell you. Uh, most of you don't know it. Uh, probably about a year ago, uh, my mom had to have brain surgery and uh, just a, a traumatic thing of having f lost feeling in a hand. And, you know, we were just trying to decide on what we wanted to do. And, you know, everybody kind of had their predators. And, you know, I just God, what is it? And not only God, but mother, what is it that you want? And I was in agreement to what she wanted because she, she looks to me. She wanted to know what did I think? I want to know mom, what you think. And when you're going through something like that, you have to have your own relationship with God. I said, mama, I got faith, but do you have faith that God is going to bring you through this? So he did, and she's alive and well. She's, she's wonderful. Uh, God, God, I'm telling you, God is good. And the only thing that I would do would pray. And that was a time I know uh, when, you, uh, when you cut somebody's head open, that's just excruciating pain. And I remember being with her in the, in the, in the hospital. And, you know, she could not have any kind of relief. But what she, she said, I, I went over and I put my hands on her head, on her face, and I just prayed. And then she would say, I feel so much better. So I literally stood so she could rest with my hands on her face and cheek so that she can rest. And she said, you have anointed hands. God gave me anointed hands. So faithfulness because of what I've done. He allowed somebody to cut her open, had her, brain, her head open. To get a tumor out and close it back up. And yet it's still God is faithful. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory. Uh, let's, let's talk about Joseph. Joseph. God promised Joseph. He gave him dreams that his brother and his father would bow down. In your study time, read Genesis uh, 37, 10. God reserved and protected Joseph when, uh, when his brother sold him into slavery. Now, again, sometimes we complain about some things. And you read some of the stories of what happened to some of the men and women of God in the Bible. And it, there's no comparison to what we are going through. Here it was, he was sold by his brothers. And God told him that he would, you know, God had gave him a vision that everybody was going to bow down to, to, to them, to him. And he told it to his brother and to his father. And they all got a little, little, you know, agitated, you know, with that. Sometimes you have to be careful who, what you say when God had told you something. Sometimes it's not for everybody at that moment. So he should have kept, kept quiet. But I, I think God had him to open his mouth so we could uh, use that as an example. Amen. Not only did his brother sold him into slavery, it says when Potiphar's wife lied on him and he went to prison. Here it was, Potiphar had gave him uh, the run of his house over everything and the wife thought she was included, but it wasn't. And, and, and Joseph was like, no, nah, I can't do that. Uh, Genesis 39, verse 21 through 23. It says, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy 
And he gave him favor in the sight and he gave him favor and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison and the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph to Joseph's hands. All the prisoners who were in the prison, whatever they did there, it was his doing because the Lord was with him and whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper in all that Joseph went through his brother Solon. Then he, he was working for Potiphar. Then Potiphar's wife wanted him. She lied on him. He, uh, Potiphar believed him. He went to prison. Then they put him in prison. They just put him in the inner part of the prison. But still, God gave him favor. So no matter what God sent you, God sent me from, to, from Kansas City to Pekin, and then I found favor. Didn't know anybody, but there was something that was on me, the residue that was on my bishop. That same residue was on me. That residue that came down from Jesus is on my bishop. It was on my life. And so when I was in Topeka, there was favor that just, just happening everywhere. Can we say glory to God? It says that when he, and that was the time when he was in prison, there was the, the, the uh, uh, Pharaoh's uh, baker and his, his uh, uh, cupbearer, they was in prison and they had dreams and they, they, they couldn't understand it. So they went to, went to Joseph and Joseph told them the dream and he told them what was going to happen. And he said in three days, this was going to happen. This was going to happen. And then uh, as you read the story, it said that, that the, the, the uh, chief uh, uh, cupbearer and the baker, they was released from prison. But Joseph remained in prison for two more years. And now back it up a little bit. When he was uh, told them their, 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 their dreams, I know during the conversation they said, man, we're going to look out for you. When, 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 when the king, you know, restore us, we got you, man. I got you. So they were, they were set free. And they said that Joseph stayed in prison two additional years. They forgot about him. Said to, uh, uh, say to, to say, but people, oh man, to say also that people will forget all that you have done for them when they can see their way. They was in a, in a, in a hard position, couldn't understand their dream, and Joseph told it to them, and they made these promises to Joseph, and then once they got out, they forgot about him. Just like, you know how you have done stuff for people. And they just, they, they, now they can see their way, and they don't know you. But again, again, that it goes to where to who are you doing stuff for? Are you doing this for God or are you doing it for people? If you're doing it for people, you're going to always be in trouble. But if you do it unto God, God will God will use somebody else to bless you. Maybe not be the one that you helped and now they, they there and they didn't do what they said. But God says, I got like, like he told Abraham, I got a ram in the bush. I got somebody else that's going to bless you. Glory to God. Man, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got to get through this here. Uh, that's why, as I said, you don't do things for, for, you, you, that's why you do things for the right reason and, and for the right thing and not to do it to get something in, ter- in return. God strengthened him to resist the sexual temptation from part of his wife. Man, God guided him. Now, now you, you think about it, all that he went through. Now I come to the point where God guided him when he was promoted to ruler and ultimately saved the lives of his family and his country. Man. 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 Because of the faithfulness of God. 
and the faithfulness of Joseph. He was released from prison to become the second in command in the kingdom of Egypt. So Joseph is an example that faithfulness brings promotion, increased influence and authority. Yes, I will. Joseph is an example that faithfulness brings promotion, increase, influence, and authority. So again, he went through all of that. And God was still guiding him in everything. And his brothers and, his, and, and everybody thought that he was going to be mad at them. He was glad to see them. And God has raised him up to a level where he was able to dream that God gave him all those years ago. It was in manifestation now. You see, you don't know when God is going to make it happen. But you have to stay the course. It's not going to be a, a, a bed of roses every day, every week, every year. But you have to be persistent. You have to be persistent. As I said, faithfulness is the concept of unfailingly remaining loyal to someone or something and putting that loyalty into, in, into consistent practice regardless of extenuating circumstances. The circumstances that Joseph had to go through, he still had his eyes on God. And so you, too, have to keep your eyes on God. No matter what you may be facing, there are those that I shared with you tonight that they had, they had some odds, they had some things they had to deal with. But yet and still, they persevered. They stayed true. They was committed. And God, the word of God says, he re, he, he, he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And I think he's a reward of those that diligently submit to him and stay the course. So you can't move to the left, you can't move to the right. You have to stay on point with God. And God will give the increase. And everyone that we read about tonight, and that's others, they all got blessings. They all had benefits to their faithfulness. And no doubt some was monetarily. Because you look at it, Joseph, he had on fine linens. You know, he, he, he was the number two man in the nation. Oh, he had it. Nice clothes, he had it all. But he also had authority. He also was able to, to exercise or give preferential treatment to those that he knew. <laughs> Glory to God. Like I said, uh, what is favor ain't fair? But it's final. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody, is this glory blessing you tonight? Again, in your, in your, in your study time, uh, well, let's, let's, let's read it. Uh, Hebrews, Hebrews 6. I have this one last thing I want to read. Hebrews 6. I'll be reading from the uh, New Living Translation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews 6. And let's look at verse 10. It says, for God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love to him by caring for other believers as you still do. Man, 
Listen to me. It is easy to get discouraged thinking that God has forgotten us. Presently, you may not be receiving rewards or accolades, but God knows your effort of love and ministry. But know this, he is a rewarder. And there are blessings in faithfulness. And sometimes you really have to have your eyes open to see them because they may not come in the usual way in which you think, but he is blessing you. He is blessing you. And as I said earlier, the ultimate benefit, the ultimate blessing, it is to spend eternity with Christ. Wow, what an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach, 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.